Single Mom Budget Travel Podcast, episode six. Cease? Is that how we say it in French, Zephyr? Cease? Cease, yeah. Bonjour. Oui, oui, oui. Oui, 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 oui. It is the... It is time, Zephyr, for the Paris episode. This you've My been Paris waiting for this episode. one, babe. This is you really I wanted have been this waiting one. For this one, yeah. I mean, we we kind of came up with this on the spot. I was just like, Mom, I really want to do an episode on Paris, and so here we are doing an episode on Paris. It's like uh, our favorite city in the world, and we can say that we're you know single mom budget travel. We've been to. 40 countries and 120 cities. And we keep going back to Paris because we love it so much. And, Absolutely. Uh, and people laugh because we go like, yeah, well, we love Paris and we find it really easy to be on a budget in Paris. And people are like, uh, pardon it, is this crazy lady? Yeah. How do you do this? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think like, I think, you know, Zephyr, you and I have talked about this. There's so many misconceptions about Paris and so many people, and we say this even about like Los Angeles, people will go to Los Angeles and be like, oh, it's terrible. And I was like stuck in traffic. And I say, I, I only saw Santa Monica and I'm like, bruh, that's on you. Like you didn't do it right. Um, yep. And I feel the same way about Paris. There, people will go to Paris and be like, oh my God, it's the best. I totally got it. Like I got the vibe. I had an amazing yeah. time. Or they go, they're like, that was dirty and I didn't like it. And people were rude to yeah. me. And um, yeah. I was probably like yelling for that, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I've, you and I have both come across people who are like, um, I'm sorry, you liked Paris? I thought everyone there was like super rude. Um, and yeah. I'm always like, really? I think that's actually got to do with you, not them. Um, yeah. Because, you know, like you can come across a rude person anywhere you go, you can a rude person at the grocery Absolutely. store. So don't put that on Paris. Um, I feel like also you and I are really passionate about this. And like when you travel, you should probably know a little bit, like even like word, a few words or a few key phrases. And I think yeah. in, in France and in Paris in particular, they hold you to that they want to like know that sure. you've made the effort to like learn a few phrases and then they will actually be nice to you but if you yeah. don't they're kind of like wow you're so rude you you're actually the rude one you've shown up right and you haven't even bothered to learn any of our language and you expect us to speak english because you know we've said this a million times but it's not disneyland it's, just, it's no it isn't city. yeah they don't like show up and like go there just to please you. Bonjour, 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 bonjour. bonjour, bonjour. bonjour. Like, it's, it, not, it's not Beauty it's, and the Beast, yeah. fools. It's, no. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a real country. Right. With real people. Yes. And they um, don't all work in tourism, by the way. So just because you're at right. a boulangerie, a boulangerie, and you want a croissant, you don't know how to ask. It's not their job to just be super nice to you. Like they're literally serving millions of other French locals that live there every day. So. You just have to have a better mindset. And if you yeah. went to Paris and you only saw parts that you said were quote unquote dirty, where the F were you? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Paris has like the most beautiful uh, like things in the world to see and you found it dirty. Like, girl, I can't help you. Yeah. Why did you find that dirty <laughs> spot? Where were you? Um, I know. I don't I even know. get it. And also, have you ever been to another big city? Because they are all kind of like, there's an element to every big city that has a lot of traffic that's like 
got some dirt to it. Like, so I don't know. Did you just roll out of the hills of wherever you came from and never seen like <laughs> dirt on the streets? Like, okay. Um, but I, but I'm hoping that with this list that you and I have come up with, which is like the top 10 ways to travel to Paris on a budget. And then also ideally to make your trip to Paris better, um, whether you're on a budget right. or not, uh, that, that, if you haven't gone, you can use these tips and it will enhance your trip. If you have gone and you had a bad time and people are like, are you whack? Like, did you, what did you do? Like this at least gives you a way to go back, give it a second chance. I don't know how yeah. you can hate when the greatest cities of, in the world. So you did it wrong and let, let us help <laughs> yeah. you. Right. Cause we're pretty passionate about it. Steph. We're, we're very passionate. Like uh, we like to, like whenever anyone says like Paris is one of the most overrated cities, we're like, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's kick off our our top ten list, Zephyr. Um, let's get let's just get this All right. on the road here. Um, and and you know one of the largest misconceptions too is that Paris is like this super expensive city, and we're just like we call BS. So here we go. Ready? Yeah. All right. First one is super obvious. It's go off peak. Why are you in Paris Absolutely. in the summertime, girl? You crazy? <laughs> Yeah. Like, don't go to Paris in the summertime when everyone's there no. and it's 90 degrees and it's like, uh, like there's no AC. Like, first of all, it's terrible for the environment. Right. Second of all, like, it's going to be packed. Yeah. It, it is going to be packed. And look, Paris is Paris and we've gone during summer and it's still enjoyable, but the rates are higher. There's more people. It's hotter. Um, and, there, there's three other seasons, and they're all, I would say, slightly more enjoyable to go to yeah. uh, Paris than in summer. Yeah, even winter is is great there. And you know, um, like Christmas time, we've gone at Christmas time, but don't forget, we've done post Christmas, like Jan Feb, like we went in right. Feb, and we've been there in January. But February, like I think we were run there, like literally Feb 2020, right? Um, yeah, and before the world shut down. We had a great time. It was off peak. The rates were super cheap and there was still totally fun stuff to do. You just had to wear a coat. So, you know, like you can find great deals if you go off peak. Obviously, autumn is an incredible time to be there. So if you can wait until like the the first two weeks of September pass and then like sneak over there, it's awesome because all the kids in Europe are back in school as well as the American right. families and the British families and Maybe probably the Australian families. Like, I don't know that school year totally well, but um, but like September, October, and November are amazing in Paris, and it's way less crowded. So if you can sneak away, it's great, and the rates will be better. Yes. Also, um, like February, March, April is uh, perfect. You loved. We were there also in in like early spring, and you just were like in heaven because everything was in bloom yeah absolutely you rolled down every hill of every park you could find just like totally carefree <laughs> yeah. it was beautiful the smells of all the flowers was just stunning and you know like it's just uh easier to go off peak i think it's just more enjoyable so that's tip number one is go off peak tip number right. two to your paris pleasure is 
which if you're going to stay there for longer than four days, um, try an Airbnb, man. We mostly stay yeah. in Airbnb. They're always wonderful. We've yet to hit like a super dud in Paris Airbnbs. And we've had a couple of duds, but not in Paris. Like we've always had really good luck, really reasonable prices. And we kind of like the sort of more um, local feel to to the experience we've yeah. had at Airbnb. But our hosts have all been really cool and left us great manuals, are lovely. great guides, and like given us great tips. I really love that aspect of booking a really well-rated Airbnb in Paris because you, you end up getting a great host with that experience. Um, yeah. So we always say Airbnbs. Um, but if you are, you know, going off peak, then look for great hotel rates. Um, generally speaking though, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, Zephyr, but like generally speaking, you've got to be careful with hotels in Paris because if it's super, super cheap, it's probably not a great hotel. So what True. you're looking for is like use your points or if you're like a rewards member, like I'm like a, like gold star whatever not that sounds like that's a military thing i'm like gold level member i'm not a gold star soldier right. i'm a gold level <laughs> member of yeah. uh, of hotels.com so i will get discounts on expensive hotels or you can use miles or credit card miles on nicer hotels but just be careful with hotels because you can get the cheap hotels can also end up being like kind of crappy um, and that like you don't want that to ruin your time. So uh, you might not, they might not be in better neighborhoods. Like just, I'm always like Airbnb or like get a great deal on a good, well-rated hotel and always read the reviews. And to that point, speaking of hotels, if you have these fantasies of going into these fabulous hotels like the Plaza Athene or Hotel Costas or the Ritz, all the stuff that you see in movies and things, and you can't afford that. The cool thing about it is like you can still go into those hotels. You can have For dinner sure. and brunch and cafe and a coffee. Like you can go to the hotel cafes yeah. and have a chocolate show on Rue de Rivoli in one of the fancy hotels there. Like it's, it's that's our way of kind of hacking it. Like we can't afford to stay yeah. in the fancy hotels. We like some fancy stuff. We're fancy girl. Like we like some of that. Well, life. Yeah. We're not that fancy. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're an interesting person because you, you do like luxury items, except you're on a budget. Yeah. So you find ways to enjoy those luxury items, but on a budget and going to a luxury hotel and enjoying a coffee and a chocolate show and not paying for a room there, but taking taking in the luxury hotel yeah. um, is like, and you love like finding out what the design aesthetic of the hotel is. Oh, you and know so, yeah. it, you know it, boy. I love yeah. some design aesthetic, and I'm, yeah. what they say the ter- the phrase Zephyr is champagne tastes beer budget. So that's me. Welcome to that. I mean, and I oh, can't yeah, even afford that, that's true. beer. Okay, so. Um, that's our, that's, uh, what is it? Tip number two, use Airbnb. Yeah. Tip number three is to kind of ties in. If you are staying at an Airbnb or if you have a hotel that has like a little mini fridge shop locally at the markets, it's super cool. And you save money and you get delicious foods. Like that's your favorite thing, bro. Yes. I mean, eat your way through the markets. If you could, I would eat my way through the markets. It, it, it's my favorite thing that you have on the list so far. My favorite tip that you have on the list so far, because it's just so enjoyable. All the little stands uh, with, you know, fresh fruits and veggies. They bring another, they bring a little bit of magic to the city. I would say, 
Um, just something, something about I've it. I've never seen um, you eat vegetables also, or fruits more than where and when we're in Paris yeah, shopping at the but, market. You're like, yeah. Mom, I love these green beans. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm yeah. Like, you never yeah. <laughs> eat green beans at home, bro. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, the produce is great. They have great butcheries. Yes. Um, you know, obviously they have the best like patisseries and bakeries in G-shops, the world. Shops, hello. Um, yeah, and even like the like not just like the stands and the small tiny shops, but like the the Carrefour, like the yeah, the, the, the bigger like the chain store, markets. The small, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the grocery stores. They have great quality product. You can get a good baguette, you can get good cheese, you can get good pre-made um, really meals. good like yeah, pre-made meal like sliced ham and chicken. Yeah, and oh, yeah. All that stuff. So you and can make when your we're own really sandwich. broke. Yeah. Yeah. When we've been like really budget, like really, budget in all caps, really. yeah, um, yeah. Most of, when we're in France and we're all caps budget, all caps we get broke. like, yeah, <laughs> um, we get like a baguette, maybe a little butter, yep, um, some cheese and some ham, and it's less than ten euro, yeah, and that's what we eat, uh, that's and true. it's and I love it. That's true. I love and it. <laughs> my French teacher told me. Um, you know, he said, you won't believe this, but like, if you're staying in an Airbnb or you have a hotel that has like a microwave, he's like the pre-made and frozen meals in the grocery stores are like actually very, very good and high quality. And you know what? They are. So if that's your vibe yeah, or you just want to fill in, you know, with your budget, fill in some meals, like that's a great option for you. Um, it is. So then next tip, Zephyr, um, kind of relates to shopping at the markets and stuff. And that is. You don't need to eat every meal out at a fancy cafe or a fancy restaurant. Like, that is a really True. quick way to blow your budget. And it's not how the Parisians or even the French people or European people eat. So, kind of all of this is flowing together. You're, so, we're creating a vibe here of, like, if you oh, stay yeah. at an Airbnb and you shop locally and then also you don't eat every meal out, that doesn't mean you have to cook a lot, right? Because... Again, like we said, you can get the pre-made meals. You can get takeaway. Takeaway is so easy and so, good. so delicious yeah. and so yeah. affordable in Paris that, you know, you what we like to do is say, like, get one meal at a restaurant a day. And we kind of, our choice is usually, like, a lunch or a dinner, and we flip that, you know, yeah. alternate that as much as we can. Um, or sometimes yeah. we'll just do breakfast and lunch on, like, uh, from what we shopped for or for takeaway and then we'll just do a nice dinner um, because we usually don't have money for like, you know, meals all the time at a fancy restaurant or no. a nice restaurant. But it's it, it's really easy to kind of blow steamroll through your budget and you get the same quality of food if you do it takeaway. It's just cheaper. And then you could go sit by the right. river or go find a beautiful park to sit in or just bring it back to your Airbnb with a bottle of wine and hang out and chat. Like there's so much in it there's so much good food that you don't need to actually eat out at a restaurant every single meal all the time yeah, yeah. so that that's that all right. right i feel like hey i think we're doing pretty good here right i think yeah I think, i'm I think feeling like these are useful tips um maybe I, people I know so this but maybe they're not doing it so if you know this and you're not doing it here's your reminder get with it um the next <laughs> one is uh, to quote my friend Denise Duff, make use of the free facilities. I love that quote because it's so easy to do in Paris. There's so much free stuff there. Like if you are going to Paris and you're spending on everything that you do, you are doing it wrong. Cause some of the best Absolutely. stuff in Paris is free. 
it's free. It like, is. what about like, that guy yeah. who used to sell mattresses? Yeah. It's free. If you don't like it, it's free, free or whatever. It's free. It's free. Everything in Paris. Yeah. Like, there's so much you could do in Paris. Everything you want to see, like, tick off your list, like, all the major tourist attractions, you could technically do a lot, like, most of them for free, right? You can go to yeah. the Louvre and stand in front of the pyramids and take your dang picture for free. You can actually go to yeah. visit the Louvre for free on certain days. You just have to check. You can go over to the Eiffel Tower and take your picture with the Eiffel Tower for free. You can go to the Sacre Coeur and take your picture up there for free. Like, it's just, like, there's so yeah. much to You can go to the Seine and walk along the Seine River for free. You can take your picture once they finish it in front of Notre Dame for free. <laughs> like, am I, like, yeah. painting the picture here? Yeah. No, no, no you're painting the picture, and uh, I'll, I'll do some little fill-ins of, of your great picture you're painting okay here. yeah fill it um, in. do some restoration like, uh, like all the all the um parks and gardens most of them at least free. pretty much all of them are free and some of the best parks we've ever been to my gosh I know. um and, like and could some just of those parks and, even have cafes where you can sit and have a glass of wine while you watch your kid roll down the hill in absolute pure joy and that that joy is free your glass of wine is probably like four euro but the joy is free it, the joy is absolutely free. You're like, yeah. The joy Are you is, drinking, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, the joy is absolutely free. Museums are free on certain days. Like you said with the Louvre, you kind of have to check. I believe, like, students and children can get, yep. like, free or heavily discounted yep. in most places. Um, again, just walking along the Seine is free. So much of the enjoyable things are free. And uh, another tip before we move on and totally forget about sure. it. Sure. The side, like... If you want to enter Versailles, the, the gardens are free. Oh, at the Palace the, of Versailles, side, that's right. Yeah, at the Palace of Versailles. Right, you yeah. can buy the ticket. When you buy the tickets to Versailles, they like to sell you the palace and then the gardens, right? Or you can just buy yeah. a ticket to the gardens. Or you can just go down the street to Boulevard de la Reine and enter into the side of the gardens for free because it's actually like a public yeah. park for the city of Versailles. So. Uh, you won't go into the palace. There's only so far you can get, but you can get pretty much up to the the backside of the palace. Where yeah, the, you see know, all the fountains. Like, you can and... see all the fountains. There'll be certain times, like during the summer, where there's private, the, they have sort of some of the fountain shows are kind of guarded off where you can't see them because you have to pay for those. But you would have to pay extra for those with your ticket anyway. So, but right. on any given day, I think the park is open itself all the time. The museum or the palace is closed, I believe on Mondays. Um, but you can go down to Versailles on a Monday and just go to the gardens for free. The rowboats are there. Those rowboats are not free, but they're not that expensive. Um, no. And those are there usually during spring, summer, and they're super fun. Versailles is yeah. an amazing city. It's a, thir- it's a 30 minute train ride less than um, outside the city of Paris. And it's like super cool to go to. So, and then, like, your favorite thing is to, like, the view at the top of the galleries, Lafayette, the famous department store, that's free. You just go up to the beautiful rooftop. It's totally free. Some of the best views. So, make use of the free facilities in France. My God. In Paris, there's so many. Um, Now, this leads us to getting to all these places, right? Because you need to get around. Use. This is the next. Use. The next tip is use public transit. Absolutely. My gosh. Mon Dieu. People, you do not use enough public transit. Like, it is not that hard to use, Zephyr. No, it's not at all. Like, take it from me. I've been riding the public transit 
around since I was 10 and I feel totally fine with it. And you don't even speak the language really. No, I don't even speak the language that much, but yeah, I think public transit in France is efficient. Uh, the, the, you know, the metros are relatively clean and safe. Um, you know, obviously you have to make sure, you know, keep, keep all your belongings close to you. Yes. Keep an eye out for pickpockers. Don't look anybody. If anyone jumps on a train, or a metro in Paris or outside Paris and they're playing an accordion or they're playing a violin or they're dancing or they're singing for you, do not make eye contact with them because you need to give them right. money. Um, but right. just for, um, and always keep your belongings in check. And, you know, if you bring your luggage on the trains, cause you and I take the trains to and from the airport, we don't mess around with Uber um, or taxis cause they're really expensive. Just, you know, make sure you've got an eye and a hand on all of your belongings generally. Yeah, you know? for sure. Know, but know your area. Uh, but yeah, but in general, it is it is relatively safe and efficient. Um, a lot of the staff in the in the public transit areas are helpful and friendly and speak some English. Yeah. Um, you the machines that you use to buy the passes or the tickets um, are. Um, you know, you can see them in English or any other language. Yeah, they offer speak. a couple of different languages, so that's great. Yeah, they offer Spanish, Italian, all that I stuff. I think they even come um, in, like, Chinese. I don't know if that, like, yeah, that's German. not, like, I probably need to say that in a more PC way because I know there's different version, dialects of Chinese. But, like, I will say, like, it was very international to just be yeah, in, the, sure. in the metro and just buy a ticket. It was, like, you could yeah. pick your any number of uh, different languages. And, like you said... The people there are super helpful and super friendly, despite when anybody's told yeah. you, right? So use Absolutely. public transit. Now, this next one is going to be interesting because this next tip is like about the pressure that people feel to be fancy in Paris. But also, like, I'm going to encourage you that if you are going to be fancy, you should do it there. And here's why. This tip is, what am I on here? Like tip number six, seven, whatever it is, seven. Uh, Don't feel pressured. uh, Yeah. Don't feel pressured to buy fancy things, right? Like you can just enjoy the beautiful shops there. You can enjoy going into Dior or the Ritz or wherever like we said with the hotels, like you can go in there and have a cup of coffee. You don't have to stay at the Ritz. But you can also just go into beautiful shops and just admire it. There's like, I, I mean, right. I like literally can never afford like half the shit that we see there. And I love it. <laughs> right. Like I'm not. Yeah. I will still make you go into like the fancy places and have a look around. Yeah. But I don't buy that. I can't afford that. No, you don't. You don't buy it. But but still, you, you enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah, like I was saying. You are what? What is this? The champagne with the beer? What, what champagne the taste beer you? budget. Like I've got champagne yeah. taste and beer budget. But I, you know, it's like I've actually come to embrace that it's okay not to buy like you know the most expensive thing or whatever. I do like to go into like some of the small um, vintage shops there, and maybe I'll pick up a little cool like vintage something for you know max 60 euro or something that also we pack light. So that's not, you know, really conducive to like our kinds of travel to buy a ton of stuff. Now, having said this, if you do want to go to Paris and buy your dream Chanel bag or Dior or something, or, um, 
Yves Saint Laurent. I'm just trying to think of all the dang labels. There's so many, right? Yeah. Um, that's the place to do it. Your Goyard bag. My God, there's always a line outside Goyard. You want to do it there. And here's why. You will not have to pay the international tariffs that you, that are added onto the price of those things when you buy them in your home country, right? Because they're made there. Okay. Right. So as long as you're buying French brands in Paris, particularly with the like if you're in Paris, the the fashion houses are all there. Right. So you want to buy those things there. And then when you're spending more than, I think, five hundred or a thousand bucks, you also go to the separate register once you're done and you get like the sales tax back. So it's so much smarter if you are planning on throwing down that you do do it there and you buy that brand. So don't, you can do it. You can buy Gucci in Paris, but, um, but I'm always of the ilk of like, if you're in Italy, go to the Gucci store and do that there. Right. And you'll get the same kind of experience. If you're in France, buy something French, go to the Chanel store, go to the Dior store, go into the galleries Lafayette and buy something fancy there because you will actually randomly save money. When you buy something in your country, you've had to pay the import tax on it and a bunch of other things. So uh, buy it there, okay? Like, live your best bougie life. I, I, like, don't even own a bag that costs more than, I think, like, uh, $5 or something right now. But I I used to love purses. used to buy really expensive purses and really expensive shoes in a different life. Um, So I encourage it. Um, Where are we going? So now... So don't feel pressured by the fancy things. Okay. Do your research is my next tip, Zephyr. Now, this is like tip yeah. number... Actually, I think this is tip number seven. You've got to look at a map before you go to France. For and sure. Like, yeah. dude, Paris, come on. People show up there and they're like, I'm lost. It's like, well, did you look at a map before you went? Do you know look at a map. what the arrondissements are, the different neighborhoods? Have you looked and seen, like, what side of the Seine you're on, the left bank or the right bank? Do you know the neighborhoods? Like, you have to do some research. Unless you've purchased, like, an an all-inclusive tour where they literally pick you up at the airport. But even still, you should always look at a map of the city before you go. For sure. France is, like, super big country. And Paris is this interesting snail shell of a city it's shaped like a snail shell right so it starts and it spirals out from the middle um and then they have all the arrondissements which are the neighborhoods that are numbered right and then there's other ones that are like saint germain and the marais and the opera district and bastille and republique so look at a map start researching see where the different neighborhoods are know which are the expensive neighborhoods, right? Because if you don't know, then you're constantly looking just in the second, first or second arrondissement, or you're like, oh, I know the Champs-Élysées. Let me look over there. Yeah. That's never going to be that cheap, right? No. But if Absolutely. you know that you could stay, you know, in Republique or in the Bastille area or the 11th or the 9th, then even like there's places in, like the 5th and Saint-Germain and stuff in that area or the uh, Latin Quarter, like, all those places have like affordable places to stay, but you kind of need to know what you're doing and you should have an idea of where you're going. When you go to Paris, it will just make your life more enjoyable. So look at a map, True. you'll save money and you'll save yourself aggravation when you're there, not getting lost. Um, and that's just True. for any country. Look at a map. Absolutely. Um, and then the next thing, this is tip number nine. 
we're bringing this home. I feel like we're coming in strong. Is Paris is one of the most walkable cities in the world. You it is absolutely. Or even if you need, if you're handy capable and you need to get around in a wheelchair or walkers, whatever. There's some big, beautiful boulevards to walk around in Paris, and you know some of the streets can be more narrow, but there are some beautiful boulevards to walk down. The parks are pretty accessible. The Seine is very accessible to walk around. Absolutely, walking is magical in Paris, Zephyr. It, it, it is so magical. I think it's. I think we can agree. It's like the mo- one of the most, if not the most, walkable city yeah. in the world. Yes. And I think I think the main point with walking around is, you know, if you do a big tour or you take, uh, you take too much public transit or if you take a bunch of Ubers, you're missing all the little things. You're missing a little bit of the magic of Paris, which is walking around, seeing some of the street art, you know, seeing the local shops. Right. Um, even even just the little pieces of art that you see on buildings. I know you love finding those little things. I do. Um, and just like looking looking up, not not on your phone, right. just like looking up, looking around. And I feel like we, we usually, unless we're like in a hurry or uh, bad weather, we walk if it's like 30 to 50 minute walk. Yeah, there's something super enjoyable. There's always something new on each block. Uh, There's always something happening in that city. I like, even if you know, like, hey, Zephyr, we want to try out this new, you know, coffee shop or patisserie or whatever, and we walk, we'll end up finding, like, five more things on the way to the wall, on the way to that thing that we didn't expect to see. And we're like, oh, my God, that was amazing. I'm so glad we walked there. Um, yeah, it's just I, I can't I can't say it enough that, that if you can do that in Paris, if you physically able to walk, that is your that should be your first mode of transportation is walking exactly around. because For that's sure. the that is really like get get quote unquote lost right that's what they say is like get lost in a city you don't have to get lost so that you feel like in, uncomfortable but just like let it happen. Really just like yeah. go, man, I'm just going to walk from point A to wherever and be looking around and obviously be aware of what you're doing so you're not like pray for sort of pickpocketing or whatever. But like really just take it all in. Like have yeah, set places sure. and then enjoy the journey there. Right? Yeah. Walk. All right. All right. Last one. Walking. We bring this home. Zephyr. Last one. Bring, bring it, it home. home. Tip 10. We got this. And I actually love this tip because we've found some really cool things this way. Um, when you get to Paris, look for the local exhibits and events that are on. Like You, you can kind of gauge some yeah. ahead of time. But really, when you're there, look at the different um, postings that they have around the city and then pick up the newspaper. And even if you don't read uh, French, what you can do is translate it. You can kind of get a vibe like when you're looking at something like, oh, that looks like right. an interesting event. And you'll see them promoted True. all over the city. And look for the things that are a little bit more local, and um, that are a little bit more seasonal while you're there versus like the major ex- uh, exhibits and things that are happening. And you'll find that actually some of those are more affordable and they're set for the locals. So they're really interesting and it's Again, it's like one of those things where the more you kind of look out for the local events, then you find more interesting things that are happening. It's sort of like a snowball effect. Use your hotel concierge, ask questions, ask for a local guide. Use your Airbnb host if they have good tips. 
and then just like pick up some of the local magazines that you'll see around town and look at the local posters that they have promoting stuff and and then use your phone to translate what you don't understand and you'll find some right. of the coolest things that are happening in the city that way, Zeph. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with that more. All right. So I feel like we've we've done well. Like I, I feel like the top I 10 think we've done really well. I, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that we've helped people to recap it. I'll just like bang through this quick recap. Um, first things first, act humble, be cool, learn some of the language and, uh, you know, you give what you get. So be kind and you'll get kindness. Um, but as far as the budget tips go, go off peak, use Airbnb, shop locally. You don't need to eat at a restaurant every single meal there. Uh, find, make use of the free facilities, find the free museums, the free parks, the walking and the different things you can do there. Use the public transit. Don't feel pressured to buy fancy things. However, if you are going to make big purchases, do them there if they're local products because you will get a discount as opposed to paying the import tax. Do your research. Look at a map. Research Paris before you go. You will save money. You will also have a better experience. Walk. Walk everywhere. Walk as much as you can when you're there. And then also look for the local exhibits and get a local guide while you're there, a local magazine, and then translate it if you don't read French. You will have an exceptional time in Paris if you do these things. And that was an exceptional speed run, by the way. <gasps> Thank you. Merci, yeah. mon ami. Merci, mon fils. I love you so much. Uh, Paris, we love you. Je t'aime Paris. And uh, you know, hit us up on Single Mom Budget Travel on Instagram or on Facebook if you have tips for us for Paris. Or if you have questions about Paris, we're happy to help you. And uh, we'll catch yeah. you on the flip. We're going to do some safety tips on the next episode, Zeph. All right, yeah, safety tips. All right, au revoir, au revoir, mes amis. Au revoir. Bye. Merci. <laughs>